Live. Ladies and gentlemen and everyone in between, welcome back to the Invincible FC podcast. Today's episode will be focused on the Champions League quarterfinals. Uh, second legs are coming up this week, and we have a couple of pretty exciting ones, and then one <laughs> that I really wanted to be better than this. Yeah. Um. So we'll we'll quick touch on the disappointing one first. Bayern Munich not up to the challenge, huh? No, they are not. Um, and they were probably favored to. Whew, them or Real Madrid probably were favored to to win the whole thing. Um, obviously a massive powerhouse, but City's them. They're that guy. They are that guy. What they a match! Confidently say that with their hands in their pockets, yeah. knowing that no one's going to touch them. What a match um, the first leg was, though, huh? Oh that my was god! Unbelievable intensity. The the first half, the yeah. first half, yeah. particularly the first half an hour or so. Oh my goodness! Absolutely electric. When City scored the first goal, the game really changed. Yeah. Um, I was very disappointed in how that all went down, but for the most part, absolutely electric. Both, I mean, going both ways too. City had a bunch. I, I think, I think there were certain segments where where Byron had a bunch of possession, City had a bunch of possession, and there was just chance after chance. And then, you know, they'd make a block, and there would be an unbelievable counter, a switch, a play, sixty yards, and and then the other team's on the break. And amazing defending, immaculate every every part of the pitch. It was just so fun to watch. The only thing I can think of that salvages the second leg is that it's being held in Munich. Yep. Um. It, for that reason, you do kind of have to give Bayern a chance because you think, you know, maybe on home turf in Germany, they'll get the job done. Uh, but other than that, there's not a whole lot that gives me confidence yeah. because they didn't look very good in the second half. Uh, the match was very intense, but uh, City really put in a pretty convincingly dominating performance after that first half an hour or so. You have to expect that Dio Pamacano will not be playing. I oh, I, I don't see why he'd play. That was, I mean, I, I'm the I'm one of the biggest advocates for you know supporting players who clearly you know are losing it men- or have lost it mentally in a certain match. He he clearly had the pressure on him and was nervous, and every giveaway made it worse for him. Um, he wanted to, that match to end. He wanted to get off the pitch as soon as possible. So I feel for him. That was that being said, that was one of the worst uh, center back performances in a match of that intensity that I've ever seen. He gave yeah. the ball away probably ten times, and the commentators continued to just blast him. And I felt bad for him, but it was poor. And I'm sure he doesn't even want to be playing in the second leg. Oh my god! Well, one man who did look up to the challenge was Leroy Sané, um, playing against his former club. He was clearly not intimidated. Uh, and I think he's probably the only man in the entire Bayern side besides Jan Sommer, who who also defended his goal very well, who who can, you know, be proud of his performance. Nobody else really did anything. Yeah, uh, honestly, but yeah. Some of those think... pressure-relieving runs really, really changed the complexion of the match at points. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And then Sané paid his price for it by gushing his, his lip open. Thanks to Sadio Mane. Um, that Dude. is another storyline that's really interesting. Yeah. That's freaking crazy. We'll see how Tuchel handles that. 
Yeah. Uh, he. We thought we had to deal with big egos at Chelsea. Um, speaking of Chelsea, they're playing Real Madrid again this week, you know. They are. They are. That's happening tomorrow at 3 p.m. Time Real should have put it out of reach in the first leg. They really should have. Tomorrow's matches are, are the closer ones. And Real, a man up, 1-0. They should have put this out of reach. It should have been a 3-0, maybe a 4-0. And they <laughs> couldn't do it. And Yeah. This is going to be a dogfight, you know? Could be. Okay, Matt Turner. A dog Relax, dog. It's a dogfight out there. <laughs> um, Americanism. <laughs> <laughs> God, we're we're pretty delightful, aren't we? Yeah. Uh, but either way, I I just uh, Chelsea in London, they're not. I I'm not convinced. I mean, they have they have it all to play for. The game is still very much in reach, but mm-hmm. it's just hasn't been a convincing team yet this year. Uh, yeah. And if they do beat Madrid, then. They're staring Man City in the face next leg, which would be a, a very interesting prospect. But I, you know, I do anticipate that Madrid will go to to London tomorrow and get the job done. It could be a one 0 Chelsea win. It won't be, but it could they be. Just, they annoy me so much. Um, just the fact that like they could have the worst season and still just make this ridiculous run in the Champions League. And it gives me the idea that they might win the match. Not that they'll necessarily advance, but I get a, a feeling that they win the match. But yeah, I'll, you know, I'll roll with you. I think this is going to be a Chelsea 1-0. I, I had that written down. I had a 1-0. Who do you have scoring? Oh, man. You know, just because they're going to want to really spit in my face in the process, it's going to be Connor Gallagher. Okay, okay. I got Joe Felix. Felix, sorry. That that uh, I mean, Felix makes. He's like lot. the only one I can see on Chelsea scoring a goal against Real Madrid. But, like you know, they're gonna defend for their lives. And my idea is that you know, like Cristiano Pulisic coming off the bench, he's not gonna score. Top ends? No, you know, it will, actually, it will be Sterling. Sterling <laughs> is gonna score. It could be Ryan Sterling. Um, I just think I just see this match. It won't be Modric. It definitely won't be Modric. I see this match as such a an excuse almost for Lampard to continue to lose in the Premier League. He's already 0-3. Like, I could see him going, like, 0-6 in the Premier League, given his schedule upcoming. But then he wins this one. It's like, oh, he he beat Real Madrid at least. I could just so see that. And this will be his excuse to be like, oh, yeah, it wasn't all bad, even though it was. Because they 1-0 still doesn't advance them. But um, And they've still got Mark Kukurea starting at left. Yeah. I, I just see this exactly, right? I just see this as a a kind of a drubby Real Madrid performance, and they they have those occasionally, but they are just serial winners in the sense that they're always going to get over the line, and so it's, it'll be a not not a very good performance from them, but one which gets them over the line. I mean, last last season they got over the line from comebacks, but they also, you know, they would always win by one goal. No, I mean, you know what? It's going to be a two-one Chelsea win. Chelsea are going to score two goals, and then Vinny Junior is going to score one. Ooh, wow! I, I mean, given last year's Real, it could be that kind of drama. And it would be Vinny Junior if it were last year's Real, or Rodrigo. Or, yeah, or Benzema. Oh man, they have so many weapons. Or Modric. 
or Cruz. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> Milan Napoli is an interesting one, though. No, that is probably the most interesting. I mean, it's the closest for sure. Yeah. Two Italian clubs facing off, two teams that are very familiar with each other. Uh, they're going up against each other again tomorrow. I mean, the other side of the bracket is the one that's drawing most of the attention, but there's going to be some war over here, no? Absolutely. Yeah, I, I think throughout the season, I would have said Napoli's going to wipe the floor on this one. Um, given just how they've played this season, they've been seemingly unstoppable, like especially in the Champions League. But AC, I mean, re- uh, recently they're in kind of poor form, to be honest. They just drew Ellis Verona. Uh, I'm, I probably didn't pronounce that right. Um, at home this weekend, nil-nil draw. Um, they lost specifically Milan has their number. I mean, two weeks ago, they lost 4-0 at home to AC Milan in the league, and then they lost this one in the first leg, 1-0. They're in poor form, and I could just see Milan scraping through. I think think it's going to be 1-1, where Osiman's going to score and and equalize, Um, and who else but Olivier Giroud comes in, comes through, forces them over the line. What? I was going to say Olivier Giroud scores the deciding goal. It's got to be, right? It's written. It's I literally written have stars. that written down. I was like, Olivier Giroud will score the deciting goal in this <laughs> match. That's in just, he's stars. just that guy. That's just what he does. Yeah. That is just what he does. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. 1-1 maybe isn't bad. 2-2. Two, two, two. It'll be a draw. Milan's so good defensively. But yeah. Lapo is also really good going forward. So, yeah, Osman's so good, dude. Yeah, and so is uh, our boy Chiki Lozano. Yeah, Kvaraskelia. Oh my god, they're so fire. Napoli is so, oh, so fire. They could win the whole thing, you know. If they somehow find a way past Milan, they probably make the final. I think. I mean, in my in my prediction, when I, I predicted the bracket for the final eight, I had Napoli reaching the final. But after the first leg, I just don't think so. It's kind of tricky because, like, you know, my youth sports is tell- experience is telling me it's it's hard to be a three, team three times in one season. It's really hard <laughs> to be a team three times in one season. Yeah. So, you know. That's true, too. Hey, Chelsea did it to beat – to beat City in the Champions League final. Yeah, I'm sticking with my prediction. Olivier Giroud will score the deciding goal in this match. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. And and that means AC Milan will go through. Bringing us to the last fixture. Benfica versus Inter Milan. Do you see a Milan versus Milan... Champions League semifinal. A Milan Derby Champions League semifinal would set would set this city on fire, no? It would, and it's gonna happen. Oh my I, god. Imagine the scenes, bro. They would have to close Italy for like a year. <laughs> Seriously. Inter right now is in like such bad form. It's awful. I don't know if you, you've seen it. They are they haven't won a, a uh a league match since the beginning of March. It's been one, two, three, four, five matches. Um, three consecutive one-nil defeats at home. Uh, 
including losing to, to Monza this past weekend. Um, they're in horrible form, but they just seem like the type of team. I mean, cause they have the talent for sure. They have the quality throughout the squad. Um, they seem like the type of team that might finish fifth or sixth in Serie A and, and reach the Champions League final. And I think, I don't, I don't, I think they're going to have another bad performance, but they have that two nil away, uh, yeah. away lead. And I think I can just see another one nil defeat at home that just gets them over the line. That would be their fourth consecutive um, at home, but I, I could see it. I think Benfica is going to show fight, but I think Inter is going to get over. <clears throat> Benfica is a good team, but it's really hard to see them winning like three nil in Milan this leg. That, like, that seems a little far fetched. Because um, because Inter, you know, they're not having the best season, but they were a really good side last year. They still have a, a good spine of that team, and it just doesn't feel very feasible to see them win this game or I mean lose this game. It doesn't seem very feasible to see them win this game either. But to lose him losing this game three nil is a little bit out there as good as Benfica can be. So I'm gonna agree with you. I think Inter will get the job done, but it won't be pretty. And I will say I just lose the game in the process. Yeah. I will say I will not rule that out. I think it could happen, especially oh. with Gonzalo Ramos leading the front. I mean, they have I, a I don't quality think, team, and, and Inter is in bad form. But I don't think it will happen. I don't think so. I, I it could. I'll say. I here's where I'll say Chelsea have a better chance than Benfica. Probably, yeah. But Benfica could also get a two goal victory and send it to extra time. Yeah, if they did that, then yeah. they probably win. Yep. On pens, oh, that'd be crazy. We're gonna see pens. Yeah. I could see it. I could see it. I think Inter's gonna hold on for a one goal defeat. Weird as as that is to say. Just batting down the hatches, trying not to concede more than two. Exactly. That would be a a very funny way for them to do it. Yep. Absolutely. All right. Well, uh, I guess we'll see uh, if any of this stuff happens. Oh, yeah, yeah, we didn't. Um, Yeah. City are going to win again. It's going to be like 2-1 City. Mm. I got 2-1 Bayern. I think Bayern leads early and they're going to put some pressure on and City equalizer is going to just put it out of reach, really. Bayern will get one back, but I mean, it was men against boys in the first leg. Bayern's not going to return that. City are the best team in the world. They are. Right now. This would be a comeback on par with Liverpool against Barcelona if they pulled Mm -hmm. it off. Yep. And but I don't, are the I don't best see Bayern Munich is capable of that. Yeah. Maybe under Nagelsmann. But Tuchel has – I don't know why they sacked him, but they're not the same. Because he, he wrote a long board of training. He what? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he wrote a long board of training, and they were like, yeah, 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 we can't, we can't, we can't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Ridiculous. All right, mate. Well, I guess we'll have to see if any of this stuff comes true. We will. If it does, it'll probably look pretty smart. Yeah, it probably won't. It'll probably be the opposite. <laughs> it never does, then. man. Uh, we yeah. try our best, though. Yeah. Chelsea going through, Napoli, Bayern, and Benfica. All right. Yes, sir. <laughs> All right, well. All right. Talk to you in a bit, mate. See ya. Ladies and gentlemen and everyone in between, welcome back to the Invincible FC podcast. Um, so you all get this a day late because that's kind of how we work around here. Um, but Josh and I are We're busy men. Oh, 
disappointed, I think, is, is the word to describe us. Um, you're getting a pretty raw couple hours after the match reaction from Arsenal's 3-3 draw with Southampton. Um, I think to a degree, kind of really glad, relieved that we salvaged the draw, but, oh, man. I think this title race is over, man. I'm not sure yet. I, in Throughout the match, I was looking at a team that, that was not a title-contending team. Um, when we were down 3-1, 2-0, it, 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 looked, it looked like a dead team, a team that had, had realized that they had lost it and were just, you know, they, they, they didn't look the part. And um, once they climbed back into it, I, I was still I, still, I still come away with this as a loss, um, thinking this is a loss. I, I think it's a poor result, the worst possible result. But I see a team that many times has come back from exactly three match skids, many times, I think three times last season and once this season, um, exactly three match skids, and went on long winning streaks. And what better way to do it to start with than the biggest match of all of these young players' careers on Wednesday? I think they have a shot. I really do. That, that's a good way to, end, to, to leave off by, by, by scoring two goals towards the end. Um, poor result. It's a loss. It's a loss. It's not a draw. But I think that gives them some hope. They have to win. They have, if they draw, it's over, I think. They have to win, and they got to keep winning. Mm-hmm. And I, they're not guaranteed to win matches after that. Um, no. But they can win. I think they, they can. Can't, they I can't they hand can. the lead back to City. Without a win, Arsenal are pretty much done and dusted, I would say. Um, it's really going to be tough to see them make make a title push out of out of, you know, that situation where they're going to be two matches ahead and only one point ahead. And uh, it's just, yeah. yeah. I mean, today is St. Totteringham's day. You know, it's a beautiful thing to see Arsenal guaranteed to finish ahead of Tottenham on the table. First time in six years that we've had one of these. Uh, and it's pretty early, too, that it still happened in April. We love to see a St. T's day still in April. Mm-hmm. Um, but the day is tinged by a bit of a bit of despair I'd say because those title hopes are looking very very slim now yeah and the mood is definitely somber I I would imagine that um a few days from now when we record our reaction to the whole weekend the mood may be a little bit better but right now hope is not abundant it's not I think I think during the match, I would have given you a different answer, though, as now, um, just because I was pure head and hands most of the match. I, I, wouldn't, I didn't want to speak a word. Um, and then they started to get back into it, and I started to believe a little bit. Had eight minutes to, to salvage it. I haven't watched back the highlights, so I'm not sure if that was a pen right, right at the end. But regardless, shouldn't be in that position. Um, it's probably over. But again, they could work a miracle at the Etihad. I think there's a chance... And regardless, if they finish second, you know, think about what you would have taken at the beginning of this season. That first day, when they get that first win, top of the league, everybody's going nuts, going berserk. And look at us now. And, you know, a chance to not win the, the Premier League is what we're looking at now. 
Um, and that is something we would have taken 10 times out of 10. Yeah, you're right. I mean, it's guaranteed Champions League position next season with a chance to bolster the squad. That's you're going for. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's it, it will be... I mean, I think it's going to sting. Um, if, if they win... It, I. If they win at the Etihad on Wednesday, then the title race is definitely back on, and I'll be very excited about it. But if if they draw, then I think I may have to kind of preemptively accept that it's not looking great for us. Um, either way, um, yeah, come June, when I have some time to reflect, I'll be happy with the season. I know that. Um, this team has improved massively. The fact that we have a St. Tottenham's Day for the first time in six years is pretty... Uh, significant I think and um, while this is kind of a tough day to stomach in a way (laughs) dropping four points to Southampton over the course of the season um, yeah it's this is still this is still a mark of progress every single moment is a mark of progress with this squad and uh, we're gonna have to keep moving forward absolutely we're in a position we didn't expect to be and we're disappointed not to 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 be for the league to be out of our hands, and that is more than we could have wished for. Absolutely. All right. Well, Arsenal fans, keep your head up. Uh, happy St. Totteringham's Day. Pour one out for all your Spurs supporting mates who are in the dumps today. Absolutely. Uh, and they'll probably lose to Newcastle on Sunday. Damn right. Relegate Everton. Nice <laughs>